0: This is the TJ Show, and look at that, it's Monday, February 26th. And just speaking for me personally, I've already had someone in my life give me, I think, three compliments <laughs> already today. And i got to say, it is nice to hang around people who seek out the best in you and then let you know about it. That's my friend Jaybo
1: over there. What happened to you? You're in such a great mood. Did you have an amazing weekend? I mean, I try to lift people up. Sometimes I could I be a little judgy. You know, I'm working on it. This weekend was good. It was productive. It was eventful. It was full. Picked up my husband Archie from the airport, which is always a great thing. Oh, nice! Is he in town? He is in town. Oh, yeah,
0: I love it. It's so great. Yeah, I know your husband. He's active in the U.S. military, and then every once in a while he comes around, and I, I put these little hints out there. Like, what's he doing? Does he have any free time for me? And uh, then I go, no. "No, I'm just kidding. I'm no. kidding." I mean, if you said All his yes, time
1: is my time. I know. I know. <laughs> it's, it's tricky. It's hard
0: to hang out with him. Uh, I did take an exercise class with him the last time he was here. Yeah and let me tell you if you ever want to feel as small as an ant go to an exercise class with a person who's active in the u.s military it is silly it's a comedy <laughs> show i mean he was doing push-ups i didn't know you could do push-ups like that i didn't want to tell him this and please don't share this with him okay i will but let him know i often do my push-ups assisted on a kitchen counter okay i mean he was just on the ground and i mean he was really going all the way down yeah Pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Kenny, you would have loved it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Tell <It was, laughs> me about
0: cool. it. It was super oh, cool.
1: Oh, you guys are silly. Now,
0: Kenny has not given me a compliment today, but that's not what this is about. I'm gonna compliment you, Kenny. Okay. I love your shirt. It says "Polar Bear Plunge." Right. This guy did something that I don't think I could do. And this is a huge story coming off of the weekend. There was a polar plunge happening, which, of course, benefits the Special Olympics. That's right. And it was, I think, the biggest one ever in Seaside Heights, New Jersey, so all the way on the East Coast. And you were there. You made the trip. You got out there with your family. I was the one that pushed them over the edge. Yeah. And we actually have audio of Kenny jumping into the (laughs) ice-cold water, which I know you're like, oh, well, gee, I've heard that before. Now, you haven't heard Kenny jump in the water. (laughs) The sounds this guy makes... Now he went into very intense training. Did
2: you know that you were training for this event when you turn your shower cold every day? I've been unknowingly training for this polar bear plunge this whole time.
0: Yeah, so Kenny has, and we've heard this on the show, he's recorded himself at the end of his showers every single day. He turns the water all the way to cold, and you say there are many health benefits. <laughs> it changes your mood. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, and unknowingly, you were preparing for this moment to jump into the ocean. <laughs> now, the problem is, I think the coldest it gets in your shower is somewhere between 55 and 65 degrees. Yeah. This was uh, a little colder in Ooh. the 30s. Ooh. So y- you're looking good, my though, Kenny.
2: My bones hurt. <laughs> I'm still cold. <laughs> still
0: warming up. There's a whole lot coming up, and we are so happy that you're here. However, you found the TJ Show, welcome. Uh, you just met J-Bo, you just met Kenny. We've also got producer Heather in the background there. Hi. You know, Heather, what a kind person. I walk into my office today, and there's a big bag of coffee waiting for me on my desk. Aww. What is the occasion, Producer Heather? Why do you, why are you so generous? I mean, this is a good thing, but you, you made my day, too.
1: Well, a couple months ago, you gave me a $20 bill and said, hey, when you go back to your hometown and get, grab me some coffee, and I never did, so I finally did it.
0: Oh, wait, I paid for that coffee?
3: <laughs> yeah, you, t- you technically did, yeah. yeah. Where's the receipt, Producer
1: Heather? <laughs> oh,
0: wow. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> you're right, I did do that.
1: But I did have the thought to get it, so you're welcome.
0: Sort of take that back. Well, yeah. see
1: how you forget when you hand out money, TJ. Can I get $20? I'll pay you back. <laughs> what are you going to buy? In... I'll pay you back.
0: What was that, six months ago? I mean, my <laughs> goodness. Right before the weekend, I asked j what she was doing. And she answered in this way. j what are you doing this weekend?
1: Oh, TJ, you know I'm like a bird. You know what I'm saying? Just free-spirited, waiting for the wind to blow. I just go where the wind goes. Is that what birds do? Uh, I guess, yeah. Something <laughs> like that. I got no plans, bro. No plans. You see, am no,
0: chilling. That's even more exciting sometimes than having plants. That was your answer. Nothing. You were doing absolutely mm-hmm. nothing, j Yep. Well, I did some research on doing nothing. Oh, okay. This weekend, and I want to bring this back to you here on Monday because it actually is very important that all of us do nothing sometimes.
1: I've heard it's good for you.
0: You're onto something, j You know, Albert Einstein valued solitude and leisure, considering them crucial for creativity and deep thought. He enjoyed sailing and playing the violin as ways to relax. I need to get a boat. Bill Gates takes Think Weeks twice a year, where he spends time alone reading and thinking, away from the demands of daily work to foster creativity and long-term planning.
1: I like Think Week.
0: It's a whole lot of doing nothing, which equals something. Ariana Huffington. After a collapse from exhaustion, Huffington became an advocate for the importance of sleep and disengaging from the constant demands of work and technology.
1: Did you know all this before you said you were doing nothing? No, I just saw a little meme on uh, Insta that said, doing nothing is good for you. And I'm like, cool. So I <laughs> went with that. I was like, Great. science says it's cool.
0: Tim Ferriss, an author that we love, author of The 4-Hour Week, Ferriss advocates for lifestyle design that includes mini-retirements, valuing free time over traditional work models.
1: Yeah, I kind of see it as like a little mini vacation in the middle of my month or in my week, and then it kind of gets me going for the rest of the week.
0: You're disrupting, which is good. You're disrupting the way the things are normally done. Lynn manuel Miranda. Miranda has spoken about the importance of breaks, creating a vacation where he did nothing but read. When he started reading, he got inspiration for his next uh, production, a little production called Hamilton.
1: Hamilton. He also did uh, In the Heights, which is phenomenal. He's super talented. Love that guy.
0: J.K. Rowling, the author of the Harry Potter series, has talked about the value of allowing oneself to daydream, crediting her moments of idleness with helping to spark her creativity. Doing a whole lot of nothing brings some great results to something that Kenny loves. Oof, thank you for doing nothing, Jake.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and finally, Steve Jobs, obviously co-founder of Apple, often spoke about the importance of time for reflection. He believed in the value of being able to be with oneself, which he considered crucial for creativity. So it turns out, Jabo, you were onto something by doing nothing.
1: Look at me, man. I'm a professional at doing nothing. But I'm um, sorry to bust your bubble. My weekend was actually pretty busy. Uh, what, Friday night, I had to happened? file taxes. Saturday, I forgot I actually had things to do. When <laughs> I got home, I was like, oh, I have filed taxes Friday. I had to clean the house on Saturday. Picked up my husband, Archie, from the airport, who's in the military, on Sunday. And then a whole bunch of other things. I mean, I did relax at one point and watch a movie, but it was a busy weekend. Maybe I'll try again this weekend.
0: You had the intention to do nothing. Mm.
1: But that, I guess that counts doesn't for... does that count a little bit?
0: No, it doesn't. It actually goes against all of these points. But I I thank you for attempting to do nothing, j You were on to something.
1: Yeah, I'll try again.
0: We give out our phone number all the time. And when we do that, there's a couple things. First of all, you may just get right through and we'll talk to you. And it's always fun to get to know you. But also, we have a voicemail box set up. Just in case either the lines are jammed or we're not here in the studio when you call... It goes off to voicemail, and it's so fun, especially coming off the weekend, seeing that little light blinking. You've got a voice message. We actually had a bunch of voice messages. I want to play a couple of these right now. It's a great way to get to know you, and thank you for leaving these messages.
1: Hey, guys. My name is Debbie. I am a beekeeper, and I live on the east end of Long Island in New York.
0: Oh, wow. That's awesome. You know, I love beekeepers. We need beekeepers. I follow a lot of beekeepers on Instagram. I love when they open up a wall and there's just like 50,000 bees. Yeah, well, I've learned a lot about
1: bees because of you, TJ,
0: and how much you love beekeepers. Yeah, I actually bought a beekeeper suit to go to a friend's house who's a beekeeper, and I got to see how you, you harvest honey. It can was amazing. Can you invite
1: me to your friend's house? I want to experience that.
0: Yeah. Are you comfortable like being around bees? Because they can get inside the suit sometimes. Well,
1: yeah. If the beekeeper knows what they're doing, then I'm comfortable. I trust the expert.
0: <laughs> this guy loves bees so much that he got stung by one. Oh, and forget it. swatted it. And then he mm-hmm. mourned the loss of the bee. He oh. held it in his hand, and he said, I'm really sorry. And he was serious. I've never been stung by a bee, so I'll pass.
3: And I
1: love your show, and I just wanted to say hey, and uh, maybe if folks want to help the honeybees, they can plant some trees and bushes.
0: Ooh, yeah, that's a nice public service announcement. I like that. You want to help the bees plant something.
1: Because one tree will give as much forage or food to honeybees and other, you know, butterflies and other bees, but it'll give them as much food as a whole acre of wildflowers. Wow. I didn't that know is that. Cool.
0: One tree. How about that? See, I wish I knew all about this pollination <laughs> stuff. I wanted to buy a cherry tree this weekend and it said, beware, you need a pollinator. I'm like, I don't know what that is. I just want cherries to pop out. <laughs> so I didn't buy it.
1: So one tree is pretty easy to plant, easy to take care of. And it's, you know, it's the gift that keeps on giving. So if, if you guys or any of your viewers eat food, then it might be important to you.
0: Yeah, if you eat food, this is important. <laughs> Hello. <Take laughs> I eat note. food. Mm-hmm. We've got to be planting trees. Now, this is, goes for you, too, contractors who were mowing down eight miles of land every other second. Just to build a parking <laughs> lot. You know, maybe in your backyard if you feel bad. I know it's not you who's calling the shots. Plant a cherry tree. To uh,
1: think about honeybees. I hope you guys have a great day.
0: Bye. Yeah, we love you, Debbie. Thank you for listening to Thanks, our show. Debbie. That just made me smile. You saw me. Yeah, I'm smiling from ear to ear. Yeah, so are you. I love bees. Then here's another one from Christy.
3: Hey, TJ. Hey, j This is Christy. I'm from Auburn, Alabama. And I was just calling to say thank you for having such a great radio show. It's, it's wonderful to listen to things that are relevant
1: and things that are not political and mm. things that just... Just make me smile. So, thanks all so much for doing such
0: a great job. Bye. Mm, wow, that's interesting. I uh, went on a political scroll this weekend Uh-oh. on my phone. Let me tell you, you went to a dark place. It, it happened by accident. Like mm. it just found me. I was not seeking a political you scroll have to just stop. But because I was scrolling, it became a political scroll. Right, and it depressed me.
1: Yes, it it's really very depressing. did. Listen,
0: there are plenty of places who are discussing these issues, and some of them are doing a great job, and they're very interesting. Some of them are doing a horrible job. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have chosen- and very
1: divisive. <laughs> to,
0: yeah, to take a different lane. Now, personally, you want to know my politics? Here we go. I'll give you my politics. I don't think the savior is on the left or the right side. Yeah, same. And I have a hard time aligning with either one. They're, same. they're both very depressing. So uh, there's, there's your political talk for the day. <laughs> this is the TJ Show. Thank you for your phone call, Christy. This is the TJ Show. You hear me talking about my wife, Jess. I love being with her. And I needed to back something up on her computer. Somehow I've been tasked with backing up a file she needs or saving an mm-hmm. email. Like, I, I think she's capable of learning how to do it. Right. But just like I'm capable of cleaning the kitchen and I don't...
1: Ooh, I was going to say that, but I'm <laughs> glad you said it. It's better if it comes from your mouth. You
0: know, it, fine. So we all have our little trade-offs right. of what we, we don't do and we rely on the other person to do. Yeah. So I'm opening up her computer and I see all of her text messages there. And I see she has a text message thread... With a contact labeled the one I love with like a rainbow as the picture. Okay. And I was like, that's weird. I don't recognize that. And so I was almost like holding my breath. I'm like, nah, I don't think my wife would like go off and have an affair and be dumb enough to like label that person with (laughs) the one I love. (laughs)
1: Mm -mm, No.
0: But I was like, let me just see what's going on here. So I double click on it and I realize it's my phone number. And I go, that's so weird. Why did she change my name? Like, we've had the same names. You
1: went snooping through your
0: wife's phone? Well, when you see that on your person's <gasps> phone, you've got a Low freedom. Low-key
1: toxic, but I like it. No, I'm here I for just, it.
0: I was curious to know. I didn't think there was really anything going on. But I'm like, what the heck is going on here? And I was very confused by it. So I sent a message to my wife. And I said, hey, Jess, why did you change my contact name in mm-hmm. your phone? What What is going on? Did you listen to some, like, uh how to be more efficient in your love life right what podcast did you listen to yeah exactly change it I'm like what did I do something wrong that would and she responded and this is what she said
1: I was laughing so hard at your first text because
0: (laughs) um, by the way this is her waking up you hear that loud sound in the background it sounds like an airplane That is an actual fan that my wife insists on sleeping with because she can't sleep if there's no fan sound. And that, to me, sounds
1: like a disadvantage in life. I actually did not change your profile picture or name on my phone. Your oldest daughter, Charlie, did that as a surprise. Mm -hmm. I just opened my phone and saw it yesterday.
0: So my oldest daughter got a hold of her phone and took it upon herself to just change it.
1: And I was like, Charlie, and she started laughing. But you are my loved one. <laughs> oh my. It is what it is. Can our kids just keep their
0: hands? Off our stuff.
1: No, you know, your wife just lets the girls, your girls, use her phone whenever she's running errands and whatnot. So it was bound to happen. They're just laughing.
0: <laughs> they get a hold of our stuff and they just go, <laughs> How can we mess up their perfectly good things?
1: You know, when you get married, it goes from like my stuff, my stuff, my stuff to like our stuff, our no. stuff. When you have kids, it's like we. They they can have all your things apparently. And no, touch no. all your stuff.
0: I keep boundaries. They try to come into my little work area, my little office, and I go, Nope, sorry, not an area for kids. And oh, come on. I'm like, yeah, it's the only place in the house that's still safe. <laughs> Please leave.
1: Not even the bathroom is safe. No, they follow you in there. I'm sure they just
2: take over everything. Yes. Did Charlie change any else? Anybody else's contact information in the phone? Do we know? If- Not that I'm aware of. It's none of my business. But what bums me out about this, and I,
0: I don't know why this upsets me so much, but I know that she, in her contacts for me, had a picture of the two of us together from like when we first met. Aww. You think my wife, with her organizational issues on the computer, you think she knows where that photo is? Gonzo. (laughs) It's out. So it's just, it annoys me a little bit because I still have the first photo that I used with my wife, Jess. And
1: it like reminds
0: me of that time. That reminder, gone forever for her.
1: Yeah, that's what kids do.
0: Yep. Thanks a lot, kids. You You got to protect your your stuff. Yep. Start locking things and don't tell them the password. It's a public service announcement today on the TJ Show. What a cool story coming out of this weekend. In Seaside Heights, New Jersey, the Polar Bear Plunge. It happened on Saturday. This is the 31st running of the event. Bunch of people jumping into really cold water to support an amazing cause. And that, of course, is the New Jersey Special Olympics. At plunge time on Saturday, the donations were approaching $2.5 million. That's amazing. The highest ever. They reached 8000 registrants. Both of these were records. The money goes to support nearly 20,000 Special Olympic athletes in New Jersey and our own producer Kenny. He made the drive. He was there. Yep. And I'm so proud of you, Kenny. You actually went in the water. You plunged in. Your dad was the one who actually wanted you to be a part of this.
2: Yeah, he did it a couple of years ago, and the weekend rolled around, and I said, yeah, I think I'd like to give that a try for myself. So Kenny had his Apple Watch there, and he was recording the, the whole thing. Hey, baby. Hi. We're here. Oh, this is you with your girlfriend. Yeah, a Pre-game interview. At the Polar Plunge. Yeah. I think we got a couple of hours before... I actually do it.
1: For you take the plunge?
2: You know what's pretty cool? There's a sign that says, Plungers enter here. (laughs) I like being called a plunger. Oh, yeah. I guess technically you would be a plunger. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a plunger. I'm proud to be a plunger today. I'm proud of you for being a plunger. Are you nervous? No, are you nervous? I'm a little nervous. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be cold. Because it's cold. Have you ever done this before? No, other than the cold showers that we've talked about right. That I do in the morning that That's as cold as I go Yeah, Kenny at the end of
0: his showers Turns it all the way cold just to wake up a little bit But yeah. that's like what, 50 or 60 degrees? Probably, at, yeah At the
2: least, and this was 40 degrees mm-hmm. Will you warm me up after I get out of the water?
4: Of course I will <laughs>
2: Don't help my dad.
4: I won't do that. Your mom's here. She can take care of him. Okay. Well, that's a little weird, but this that's is all for a good cringe. cause, so we'll just keep
2: moving forward. We're about to do the polar plunge. I might chicken out. We'll see. Oh, there's Kenny's dad. Uh, well, uh, I already done it, so I don't have to do it again. Yeah, what do you think of these stormtroopers? People were dressed as stormtroopers. Yeah. <laughs> there was so many costumes. They shouldn't be here. Are they supposed to be working right now? Dad, you know I've been training for this? Every morning at the end of my shower, I turn the water full, full cold
4: for like a minute or two. Wow, that's a good start. Wait till you find out how that's not going to help you at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so your dad, supportive. Your dad likes to make fun of you like we do, right? <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah we'll
2: <laughs> bust some chops.
0: <laughs> I said you don't have...
4: You go in. Then your dad starts giving you advice, because he's been there. He's yeah. done that. You dive in and all the way over your head, and then you get out. If you don't, then you're a wimp.
0: Yeah, in other words, don't do what j did that one time. That's
1: right, man. I went in to my ankles, and I was like, nope. And <laughs> it went right back out.
0: It was a historical performance for different reasons.
1: <laughs> right. We got our
2: seahorses. <laughs> oh! <holy laughs> we need.
4: Oh, oh, okay. Here we go. Let's do it. Oh, oh, all right, let's do it. All right. Holy Oh. <laughs>
0: What a nice thing that you're doing with your dad. <laughs> that's cool. That's
1: fun
3: <laughs> yeah, baby. There it is,
0: forty degree water. Oh, your watch
2: <laughs>
0: Your dad was proud of you. Were there kids there? Uh, I'm sure. why are we saying those words?
2: <laughs> I couldn't help myself, man, it was cold. Oh.
0: Very successful event. A lot of people at <laughs> that Polar Plunge, you can tell. Kenny, very well done. You were part of the probably two and a half plus million dollars now. Yeah, yeah. They That's got impressive.
2: A, they got a donation for me and my dad.
0: Very cool. And for more information, you can check out the Special Olympics at specialolympics.org. I always love when I get to get into these conversations in real life, complaining about prices, <laughs> stuff that my parents always used to do, my grandparents. The camera guy Josh and I were hanging out the other day because we both have dogs, so it's like, hey, what's the latest in dog news? And you uh, you notice the food prices for your dog are getting a little high.
4: Yeah, I spend more on my dog than my kid.
0: <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> how
4: much you paying per bag? This is how the conversation went. I think went. it's <laughs> like $65, $65 for a bit. bag yeah, of dog sounds about food. about right.
0: Can you imagine that? We connect on this because we use the same dog food. It's like, well, what are you supposed to do? You switch the food? Mm-hmm. And my answer was, oh, yeah, I switched the food. Right. I don't care. It's a dog. Yeah. And I know some veterinarians would probably say, oh, your character switched the food. Luna's as happy as she's ever been. Mm-hmm. You don't trust me? Fine. Don't do it. But I'm going to save money on these right. big bags of dog food. <laughs> Done. Matter of fact, I talked to a guy one time. Now, this is the other extreme. He, he looked at my dog, and he's like, what kind of food are you feeding that thing? And I go, well, you know, it's this this special brand. That th-. He laughed in my face. He goes, you know what my dad used to do? He would take the extra food on his plate and put it into his bowl. Oh, that It was the happiest dog that lived to 15. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, I feel pretty silly right now. <laughs> now, I don't know that
4: that's safe for your dog. you got to make your own judgment. But you found an alternate solution. We did. We went to a wholesaler, and we bought a nice big bag of food for way cheaper. How much way cheaper? Thirty five dollars. Is it the same quality
1: <laughs> food though? It said
4: super premium on the bag, no, so I
1: I'm doubt pretty it.
4: sure it's good. Brilliant!
0: Yeah, super quality. Now the big update: your dog Brady, German
4: Shepherd, slowing down a little bit. Would you believe that I haven't seen a single difference in this dog? (laughs) Would you believe it? Give
1: him a couple years. You'll see it.
4: He's still excited for dinner time. You know, it's crazy. He is. Oh wow! He is. He still loves to eat. So (laughs) let's do the math on this
0: real quick. So you're saving thirty dollars a month, correct? Okay, so one dog food bag a month. Mm -hmm. So thirty times twelve. Used to be a math teacher. So what? Three hundred sixty dollars a 360 a year, 360 nah. a year yeah. just for switching your dog food mm-hmm. and so you're seeing articles like this pop up now I saw this headline it made me smile and it made me think of you consumers are increasingly pushing back against price increases and they're winning Wow. Well, you uh, look I like, love
4: a W. Hello. You, you look like you got a big W today. <laughs> what can I say?
0: <laughs> More Americans are also leaning towards buying used cars, forcing some dealers to provide discounts on new cars again. And critics are calling this price gouging. And they're saying it's most evident with food as well as consumer goods like paper towels and napkins. Yeah. I mean, can anyone still afford to use paper towels anymore? You? No,
1: I just use my shirt. Yeah. At this point,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. use your shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it's Buy good. detergent to wash a your shirt. You're fine. It's gonna dry. It's gonna dry. Right. right.
0: Yeah. You know, sometimes I'll just take bath towels. Like if my kid spills water on the floor. Yep. Used to be paper towels. Nope. Mm-mm. No, get a used bath towel. It's going in the washing right. machine. It's fine. There you go. Save three dollars right there. In grocery stores, people are now buying store brand items rather than name brand, and they're switching to discount stores or simply buying fewer items. Now when this kind of stuff happens, mm-hmm. it forces a change you can't be a big company charging triple the price just because in mm-hmm. some cases right just because everyone right. else is doing it they have to move and so we're now seeing some of these big corporations they're making announcements and they're saying all right we're going to lower the prices and so it's working and i'm very pleased to see this because it's been like what how many years since covid and it's like oh well you know prices are going up it's and like for everybody chain.
1: though like yeah. everybody seriously
0: yeah why is tinfoil so expensive I mean, what's
1: changed? that needs to go up.
0: Who knows? There's probably some reason. I just picked that randomly. But, you know, some of these things we just know. They don't need to be more expensive. So uh, there is hope happening right in front of our eyes here. And maybe the prices are going to go down. And uh, congratulations on your big win. Thank
4: you. Thank you.
0: Something that just makes me so upset is when I'm driving on a highway and I see there's bottles and broken glass, and sometimes it's like just a random mattress.
1: What really upsets me is when people throw things out, out of their window, and they add to the junk. I'm just like, why?
0: Yeah, there's just junk everywhere. Yes. And then I see this headline, and you scratch your head, and you wonder, wow, we can't even keep outer space clean. Nearly 30,000 objects are hurling above the Earth, and it's apparently a problem for the environment. There's an estimated 100 million pieces of man-made debris the size of a pencil tip flying around in orbit. There's some really strange stuff up there, and I didn't realize this. Elon Musk's Tesla Roadster is orbiting in outer space. Did you know this? I know it
2: went up there. I didn't know it was still there. Driving around outer space. Just chilling, (laughs) huh? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Big hunk of metal.
2: Yeah, it's got a mannequin in the front seat. They call him Starman. So that's one of many things. Items discarded by astronauts is up there floating around. All old satellites.
0: Gloves. A wrench. Tool bags. I've heard there's like human
1: waste up there. Like just 100 bags of human waste.
0: Yeah, that's on the moon. Lots of paint specs because uh, I guess it's chipping off of some of the satellites and the things that were painted up there. It's just kind of discouraging. How do you clean that up? Like we're not really scientists in the true sense of the word. Well, we could probably come up with some sort of a clever way to clean up outer space.
1: Do you have any ideas? I'm thinking they keep sending people out to outer space on these like missions where like people can just buy a ticket to go to Mars or go out to the moon. Why not just send a cleaning crew up there? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's about time. Clean things up.
0: I'm thinking like, can you get a rocket that flies in the opposite direction of the way it's turning, and then you take this big net. On the bottom of the rocket, and it just sort of catches a bunch of stuff, seals it up like a garbage bag, and then pushes it further into outer space. Like putting garbage in space should not really be a problem when you think about how much space there is. (laughs) And the problem that they have is it keeps getting caught in this orbit. Now you got a Tesla Roadster up there, which by the way, I would love to see the insurance policy on that car. (laughs) Do (laughs) Do they have like asteroid
2: claws in case you get clobbered with an asteroid? What about a giant magnet like the one Wiley e. Coyote uses? Yes, anything. I Something mean, we're at work. a point in technology where –
0: what about an outer space vacuum cleaner? Mm-hmm.
1: Like a big, a big suction. <laughs> yes.
0: Could you potentially get a long enough tube to sort of float it up into <laughs> outer space? Like once it catches an outer space, I think it will hold there. Right. You turn it on. And it might take 700 years.
1: But eventually, doesn't everything go in there? I mean, it takes me a long time to clean the house, too. So it just slowly, eventually becomes
0: clean. (laughs) You're going to miss something every once in a while. Like, I got a spider web that I just keep missing. Yeah. And it's because I got to get a chair to get high enough to get it. But it's fine. Like, the house is still mostly Mm -hmm. clean. Yeah, so uh, we're making everything, putting our mark, not only here on the Earth, but into outer space. And the ocean. My hope is that some alien colony somewhere gets one of these pieces of space junk and get intrigued enough to come find us. And to help us. Like maybe they've got some cool technology we don't know about and it somehow helps humanity. That's what I'm holding out hope for.
1: Or maybe they'll just clean it up for us. That'd be very cool. Yeah, maybe they've got the magnet. Yeah, Yeah, that'd that'd be great.
0: This is the TJ Show. Our news, it sounds a whole lot different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find. And then he brings us the most interesting ones. Kenny, what's happening on the
2: planet today? A nine-year-old boy from Iowa has bowled a perfect game. Twelve strikes in a row for a score of 300.
1: Get out of here. That's, That's impressive. Awesome. That's great.
2: Yeah, his name is Pierce Abbotts. He started bowling when he was six. He uses the two-handed method, which a lot of pros use. He says it gives him an advantage because he's able to use a heavier ball and throw it faster with both hands. Wow, good for him. So does that mean he gets the record as the youngest kid? Now, according to what I've read, there's no younger person that has bowled a 300 game. However, this was happening at a nine pin no tap tournament for young people which means that even if you get nine down it counts as a full strike oh that was not the case for pierce though pierce got 12 legitimate strikes but it's not a sanctioned 300 meaning it didn't happen in a official league tournament or game Mm. no
1: kenny you're a bowler do you feel threatened that this nine-year-old boy is outdoing you I have
2: two 300 games. First yeah, but he's all, nine,
1: table, bro. And an 800 series. For you. And they're all sanctioned.
2: They're all legit. You could look mine up online. I guess you could look his up too. He are sounds you, threatened to me. Wait a minute. Are you in a database? Yeah. A bowler database? Sure. I'm a USBC sanctioned bowler. Uh, let me
1: look that up real quick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: if you bowl in a league, a lot of them it's, are it's sanctioned okay. by the I mean, USBC. Yeah, 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 please Either don't, way. don't get him started. The funny thing is, is that he even knows that this wasn't a sanctioned game. He said, so it didn't count. Um, however... Of course, everybody's excited for him. The whole bowling alley started migrating to him as he was getting to that final frame. His father's so proud. He said, how do you want to celebrate? All Pierce wanted was some chicken nuggets. Wow. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Congratulations. Congratulations. I prefer Pierce.
1: wings, but I understand. It's a good celebration food.
2: <laughs> Kenny, what else do you have? The University of Waterloo in Ontario, Canada, is going to be removing smart vending machines after a student discovered they were using facial recognition technology. Oh, that's nice. Tracking our faces every time we were in the mood for potato chips? Well, it's it's interesting. So apparently he saw on the vending machine's display an error code that said vending Facial eXe application error. Uh-huh. So he reported that to the school. According to the vending machine, the technology only acts as a motion sensor that detects faces. It does not store pictures mm. or take pictures of anybody. However, they do say that they try to estimate your age and your gender and collect that without any association with the individual. So why? I, said, po- I don't <laughs> know. it's so innocent, yeah. why do you need that? Either way, it's, it's going away. The University of Waterloo says they plan to remove all of these type vending machines from the campus. In the meantime, they've asked the vending machine company to disable the facial recognition technology that's on them. Men over 70... Love Skittles. <laughs> yeah. Tall, slim man. Love Slim Jims. Kenny, what else do you have? A Kentucky man who spent three months thinking he had thrown out a $50,000 winning Powerball ticket, came across it in his company car. Things fall out of your pocket, right? Exactly.
1: I lost
0: a
2: mint the other day. I was so mad about it.
1: Thankfully, he doesn't like swap out company cars with like a co-worker. Can you imagine right? if they found it? Yeah.
2: Yep. Right? Well, uh, yeah. yeah. We'd
1: he, fight at work. I would fight him. Yeah.
2: He bought this ticket in October of last year. A week later, he goes back to the convenience store, and the cashier says, congratulations, you won. He's like, what are you talking about? No, I didn't. (laughs) She goes, I have you on videotape. So that sent him on a mad dash to find this Powerball ticket. They were certain they threw it out. A couple of months later, he needs to pick somebody up who's visiting his plant for a work trip, goes to the company car. There it was sitting right on the front seat. Kenny, what else do you have? The Florida Man Games took place over the weekend in St. Augustine, Florida. Uh, They are promoted as the most insane athletic showdown on earth. What is the Florida Man Games? (laughs) What do they do? It's aiming to kind of have fun with those headlines we see in the news that start with a Florida man dot dot dot. Like one example. Florida man bites dog to establish dominance. That was a headline that was actually in the newspaper. So they've established these games to kind of had fun with it. Here are some of the contests. One event had contenders dueling in muddy water with... In an inflatable pool, pummeling each other with weapons made from pool noodles and duct tape. Mm. That sounds like a party to me. Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying?
2: (laughs) Is that so bad?
1: Weekend fun. Can we do
2: that? Right. Another was a theft simulation relay, which included (laughs) competitors (laughs) racing while holding a pair of bicycles in their hands along with (laughs) copper pipes and catalytic converters. That is very Florida, though. I was raised in
1: Florida, very Florida.
2: Larry Donnelly said he trained for the relay race by riding with a bicycle around his neighborhood with a second bike strapped to his back. (laughs) Oh, my God!
1: Uh, Listen, Floridians great.
2: have a sense of humor, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Our J-Bos from Florida.
1: Yeah, I got a sense of humor.
2: Other events included uh, wrestling sumo style while holding pitchers of beer. Or <laughs> yes, yes! <laughs> the organizer never expected this would be this big of a deal, but they started planning on it a, a little, uh, about a year ago. How do you not expect that to be successful? And they're already working on planning a Florida woman contest. Oh. Looking forward to it. Keep us posted, Kenny. What else is happening in the world? Scientists in the Amazon have discovered a new species of snake, and it's believed to be the largest in the world. How big is the little creature? Oof. Well, I love that
1: we're still, like, finding new creatures on Earth.
2: It's so fun. Yeah, they say they have anecdotal evidence that suggests the snakes are seven and a half meters. That's 24 half feet. Wow. And they could weigh up to 500 kilograms, which is 1,100 pounds. Nature's not messing around. No, it's not. Yeah, so let's hope they stay there in the Amazon where they belong and they don't bring those to the Florida man games oh, next my year. Goodness, where no. they're an invasive
0: species. Yeah, it just takes. Yeah, well, maybe we need these larger snakes to eat up the pythons.
1: <laughs> no. And <laughs> uh-uh. they can just
0: get into a snake war and keep each other busy.
1: It's going to eat up the pythons, it's going to eat up the raccoons, oh, the alligators, yeah. the peoples, everything.
0: We'd have to get the
2: snakes to agree to leave the furry animals alone. <laughs> oh,
1: no, that's not how that works.
2: Candy, what else do you have? AT and T said it will give a five dollar credit to customers after its major outage last week. Mm. I want to take this moment to really
0: commend them for the generosity. <laughs> that is one of the biggest companies on earth. Is that right? Uh, yep. yep. But five dollars. I mean, they didn't have to do anything, right? I suppose. So you can get yourself based on vending machine rates. Probably two bags of
2: chips with that.
1: <laughs> yep, that's about it.
2: And enjoy it. You, wanna, you know what they say? They say that $5 is the equivalent of one day of service on your average AT&T mobile plan. So I guess that's how they came up with the figure. So hold on. Let, let's do the math on that. So five times, what,
0: 30? Is that $150 a month?
1: Like the bill? $150 a month is yeah. what you're saying?
4: Is that about what you're I don't you're have paying? AT&T. No. What do you... Camera guy Josh, I pay more than that. Really? But we're a part of like, there's five lines on my plan, yeah. but oh. we pay like two hundred bucks. Five
0: lines? You got you, your wife, mm-hmm. a dog. Right. Does your dog have a phone?
4: Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we figured it'd be cheaper to do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and his uh, dog is a, he's a protective dog, so oh, he uh, he needs uh, to know. He has to work. He needs, needs a saying? police line. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> right. And our
4: our fourteen uh, month old getting her started early.
1: Oh, yes,
2: that's seriously, great.
1: <laughs>
4: that's
2: wild. Well, the five dollar credit is. Per account, not per device. So, Josh, you would only get one $5 credit for all of those. <laughs> so
1: your bill's going to be 195 lines that yes! You have.
2: Yes! <laughs> um, yeah, so it's got some mixed reviews as far as how people are taking it. Uh, some are appreciative, but a lot are saying, mm, yeah, that's what you're doing, kind of your response. And my TJ? response is wrong. I'm going to say that. <laughs> I appreciate the
0: $5 for anyone who's getting it. I'm not an AT&T subscriber, but they didn't have to do anything. Kenny, what else do you
2: have? We had another balloon flying over the country. Oh, that's always settling. Somebody had a birthday
1: party or something? Ninja Turtle
2: flew away? (laughs) Right. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. They described it as a small, non-threatening balloon spotted flying over the mountains in Utah. It was intercepted by North American Aerospace Defense Command.
1: Non-threatening, but they use the big guns for that, huh?
2: Isn't it amazing that we're in
0: a time where you have to label a balloon threatening or non-threatening?
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: It's
2: pretty unsettling. Now, of course, this kind of goes back a little bit to the supposed Chinese spy balloon that was flying over the country last year at some point. So people have heightened worriedness about this. Uh, NORAD, the Joint Military Command Task with Defending the Airspace over the U.S. and Canada, has not said where the balloon came from or why it was flying over Utah and Colorado. I just got an idea.
0: I want to go to that party store down the block and walk in and order a threatening balloon and see what they give me.
1: (laughs) Like a Freddy Cougar balloon?
2: I'll I'll take one threatening
1: balloon, Jason mask or
3: something?
2: (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) Kenny, what else do you have? There's this viral video that's going around that shows the professional golfer, Georgia Ball. She's at the driving range, and she happens to be videotaping herself on her phone as she's practicing her swings, which is something that golfers do. And then off camera, you hear a man saying... What are you doing there? You shouldn't be doing that. Uh, and she goes, okay. And she tries to explain that she's going through a swing change, that she's working on something. But the man is insistent. I've been playing golf for 20 years. What you need to do is follow through a lot quicker than what you're doing right now. Uh, the man asked her to hit a ball. And then she said, you could see in the description of the video, she knew she had to make this a good one. She smacks it. And, you know, it goes forever. And then the guy immediately takes credit. See? I told you.
1: (laughs) Mind you, this woman coaches other people, professional players, how to play golf. Like, she is a pro. This man, his advice did not do anything for her, but this video has gone viral.
2: Yeah, it's gone viral, and the comments are are great. Mansplaining hurts me physically, one user wrote. Uh, Me, who knows nothing about golf. She's going through a swing change, (laughs) sir. Shut up. She told you that. (laughs) Uh, And then another comment going, please be meaner. Um, so, mm. this viral video of uh, mansplaining. These types
0: of stories, they're so divisive. And the news just loves pushing this kind of stuff out. Like, it's some guy with a loud mouth at a yeah. g- golf range. Have you ever seen that before? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, they're mostly loud mouths at golf range. That's thr- true. But, I mean,
1: let's be honest, though. So I feel like if it was a dude that was doing this, like, instead of the woman, I feel like that guy wouldn't have said anything. Who knows? He probably would have been afraid that he would have been challenged by that guy.
0: I have a problem just actually connecting with the ball. So I'm a whole other issue.
2: <laughs> He'd have a lot of advice for you, TJ.
0: But uh, I know, I know I, the news loves blasting this
2: stuff out there. You see it all the time. Yep. Kenny, what else do you have? Google has announced that they are going to be doing away with the Google Pay app in favor of the new Google Wallets. These uh, digital pay platforms keep changing every day. And it appears Google Wallet has more capabilities than standard Google Pay. It can house your digital IDs, your credit cards, public transit passes, tickets, whatnot. So this has proven to be a more useful alternative. However, if you are a Google Pay user, you have until June fourth to make the switch. Otherwise your Google Pay is is not going to work any further. So
0: good to know. Is Gmail really going away? I saw a conspiracy theory on the internet. I don't think so. I don't
1: think so. You need that thing for everything now.
0: Yeah, because that was going to be really annoying.
1: It's like your social security and then Gmail. You need those two (laughs) things for everything.
0: Kenny, thanks for keeping us somewhat informed. That's what's happening. Something interesting happened over the weekend. My wife, Jess, had to go do something on her own. And so I was with our girls. We have three little girls. And I take them out to dinner. And we're eating. We're having a great time. And after we get finished with dinner... An older woman comes up to me and goes, your kids are so well-behaved. Aww. And I really felt touched by that. Were you proud? I, I was. I yeah. was like, wow, it's so cool that they behaved. You should see them at home sometimes, though. <laughs> but no, I mean, in that that's moment. That's
1: okay. They're safe at home. They it, feel good there. Right.
0: They were great. And they all, we all had a great dinner. We ordered their special brownie with ice cream on top. Nice. And it was a great night. But then I thought, wow, I really want to... Brag to my wife Jess about this Because mm-hmm. she should know that this lady approached For And sure. saw that while they were with me They were great Exactly, And I was like yeah but she doesn't Take too well to me trying to brag So, you know, I turned to ChatGPT once again. You know, the artificial intelligence (laughs) bot that is seemingly on a trajectory to take over the world, but not quite there yet, still working out some kinks. And I wrote this prompt to it to find out what I should do. I said, I was out to dinner, an older woman came up to me, said that my kids were so well-behaved. I wish my wife, Jess, could have seen this, so she knew what a great job I did. How can I share this with her in a way that doesn't seem like
3: I'm bragging? And it had an answer for me. Of course it did. Sharing this experience with your wife in a way that feels genuine and considerate rather than boastful can strengthen your connection and allow her to share in the joy of the moment. (laughs) Yeah, see, this is very important (laughs) that I don't sound boastful. (laughs) Express gratitude and recognition. You got that? Gratitude and...
1: Gratitude, I think, is what it wanted to say.
3: Recognition. For example, you could say, Hey, Jess, something really nice happened while I was out with the kids tonight. I wanted to share it with you because it made me think of how great they are. Well, wow, that is good. See, this is a computer.
0: Yeah, that's, that's spot on. I am so continually freaked out at how good these ideas mm-hmm. are that get spit out at us from the artificial intelligence bot.
3: Focus on the moment, not yourself. You might say, there was this sweet older lady at the restaurant who came up to me and said something that made me think of you. Oh, that's good. Man. <laughs> Emphasize shared experience. You could say, it made me wish you were there too. Jess, I know you would have appreciated seeing the kids being so (laughs) well-behaved. Is this not great, Jason? This is amazing. Invite conversation. Encourage your wife to join in the conversation rather than simply relaying information. You might add, I thought it was such a nice moment. And it made me wonder if you've had similar experiences with the kids when you've been out express love and connection well these robots if if they don't start making our our
0: wives like fall in love with them i'm going to be surprised because this is a pretty compelling argument here
3: conclude by reaffirming your love and connection with your wife Let her know that sharing these moments with her is important to you, regardless of whether they involve praise or challenges. For example, you could say, I just wanted to share that with you because I love experiencing these little moments together, whether they're good or bad. By framing the conversation in a way that highlights the shared experience and expresses appreciation for your wife's perspective, you can share the moment with her in a manner that feels genuine and inclusive. Well there it is
1: Pretty spot on But I like when you Boast to her about it Because it's funny <laughs>
3: <laughs> I feel
0: that it works Against me though j It does Now I'm armed with And I don't want to Say that this came From a computer But it did And now uh, we're, We've been playing With fire And it seems to be Paying off a little bit j I don't know I'm You can't around. stop This is the TJ Show